everybody, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. Welcome to my live podcast. I tell you what, I am in the studio with one of my really, really great friends, Miss Sonia Crosby. Hey, babe. Hey, listen, you know, I, did you just come here because you wanted to be on the show, or did you want to get away from your husband for a little while? Oh, man, why are you calling me out like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't thank you enough. I, you know, with all this COVID stuff, I mean, we used to hang out all the time, and yes. I haven't seen you in months. That's right. So, it's so I'm so blessed to have you on the show with me today. Thank you, babe. Did you see who we're going to have? Oh, yeah, you told me a little bit about her. I'm like so excited. Yeah, and I know you already did your homework on her, too, Absolutely. because that, that's who you are, and that's, that's, right. and that's what you do. Miss right. Sonia Crosby is a speaker. She's an author. She's a TV host. I mean, she is. She's it, man. You, <laughs> I, can't, I can't thank you enough. Thank but, you. hey, it's enough about us. That's Let's right. talk about our guest. Yes. Miss uh, Shelly Hunt is actually, she's in Canada right now oh. hanging out. Miss Shelly Hunt is the founder and CEO of the Women of Global Change, Success by Design, Remake My Life LLC, and other multiple companies. Shelly has um, had the honor to receive the Lifetime Achievement Award from the White House and the President's Lifetime Achievement Award from President Obama. Shelly has been recognized for several, or by several branches of the U.S. government for her dedication, services, and work to include awards uh, in areas of business leadership, mentorship, and entrepreneurship. So awesome. Miss Shelly Hunt, how are you? She went away. Oh. So that means she will be getting back on. So this she is why when, when we do live things like this, oh, yeah. and so, she's in Canada right now. Right, yeah, something always happens. But I'm so excited that she is here. And it, it's so amazing when you see strong and beautiful women yeah. who are doing things all over the world, not just the country. And this girl is doing it all over the world, yeah, too. That's is. the cool part. Yeah, she I is. think we got her. Do we got Shelly Hunt? Hi. All there right. Hi, Miss Shelly. Shelly Hunt, this is my you? good friend Sonia Crosby. Sonia Crosby, Shelly Hunt. It is a pleasure. <laughs> Hi, Sonia. Nice Hi. to meet you. You too. I am outnumbered here, so I got to really behave today <laughs> yeah, during this show. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, it is an absolute honor to have you on the show. Um, you're in Canada right now. I am. I'm in BC on the island. Um, it's very different than the States, as you can imagine. And yeah. So. So, and I am in a beautiful rainforest. I came oh, to hide wow. in the rainforest and regroup. Wow. I saw a, uh, a a video of you out looking for bears. I mean, I was like, you talk about this girl like living on the edge. I wow. mean, who goes out looking for bears? Right. Except for Shelly. My new friend, Shelly Hunt, looking for bears. And I mean, you know, now, now, did any of them get close to you? Yes. About the time I had given up. And I thought, this is a fail, just like everything in life, right? I go, this is a fail. And I went and I sat on this blacktop, and I'm just talking and talking. And the next thing I know, I go, and there's the bear next to my door. Whoa. <laughs> yes. They found me. <laughs> Shelly, I was just letting everybody know about all the success that you have had throughout your career. But success, we see you now. I want to know, what was life like for you in the beginning? Where were you uh, born? Where were you brought up? You know, what was your lifestyle like back then? Well, early on, and I know you asked me this, um, you know, uh, in private when we were talking yesterday. Um, I literally grew up to a single mom under a house um, in the East Coast near Boston, Massachusetts. And had one pair of shoes at a time, a lot of love. 
and didn't really know I was poor until I saw Billy Noonan, who lived down the street and actually had a house to himself. And that was like a huge deal. I thought it was a mansion at that time. Um, <laughs> but literally one pair of shoes at a time. And now I have a lot of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> My girl. So when you said... When you said you lived under a house, I mean, I, you know, all the, you know, people watching right now, they're like, come on, she couldn't be real yeah. uh, when she says she lived under a house. Could Can't you imagine. please well, tell it, that? Please tell that story. Okay. So it's kind of funny because my mom would go, it's a basement apartment. And I'm like, <laughs> a basement apartment doesn't have like, you know, like cement walls and cement floors. And, you know, she goes, but there was rug down there. I go, no, mom. There was like a quarter inch of that padding, you know, that come in little squares that you pull the sticky off and you put it on the floor. I'm like, that was really not rug. Okay. (laughs) Wow. So, so, so so you literally, but not a lot of money. Yeah. So, so when did you recognize that, that you had this, this, um, this gift to talk and to motivate and inspire. Cause obviously from a young age, you lived in a, you know, basement apartment mm-hmm. and, and, and now you own multiple companies. You're doing great things. At what age did you realize that, Hey, you know what? I have a knack for a couple things. I mean, were you like uh, one of those really smart girls that got straight A's and then that you just knew that things were going to be good? I think I was always a rebel. you know there are system makers and system breakers Mm -hmm. and um i think i started out as a system breaker you know um in some ways i um i always felt like i had a calling to do something more on the face of the planet um but i started to really understand certain principles about i i started understudying people. Let me go here. And one of the things that I did is I started looking at people that were successful and Mm -hmm. I went, Oh, this one doesn't have an education. This one is whatever. This one is whatever. This one is whatever. And I it started kind of breaking up some of the paradigms for me. Yep. If that makes any sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know? And so even when I had my daughter, you know, I was a single mom and I was pregnant with her by myself and um, I had made the decision to have my daughter and I looked at other people and said, okay, that woman survived. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that woman survived. Mm-hmm. Humanity survived. I'll survive this too. And, you know, I think so many times we're giving ourselves comparisons to other people, especially as women, you know, it's funny, you might hear this, right? Yes. Yes. And, you know, well, <laughs> she's doing that. And this is what I don't have. Right. And this is what I don't have instead of, wait, this is what I do have. And mm-hmm. this is what I do have. Yes. And so I started to move into what I was good at. <laughs> if that makes All any right. sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And kind of lived in that space, you know, um, I did meet some people along my journey. And so um, right around school age, I met a man called Alexander Everett. I met Bob Proctor, um, Tom Mm. Wilhite. There's a group of individuals that I met that were really the next wave of human potential. Right. And so I started to understudy a lot in regards to um, the subconscious mind and human latent programming. And so... Um, 
you know, it, that just kind of added to my understanding of limitations and paradigms yes. that we place on ourselves. So just thought I'd throw that in there. I no, I, I, it's, it, it's incredible because so many people, um, you know, they always say, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. They did it. They're special. Mm-mm. I can't do it. She did it or he did it. Do you think, though, that, and I'm going to ask both of you, because I was thinking about this last night. I was kind of intimidated by both of you, because you, Sonia, you are one of the strongest women I know. Oh, God and, bless you. And Shelly, I mean, you are an amazing, amazing lady yourself. And um, do you think that women are wired differently to, to not hear, I can't, but I will, and I will show you? Oh, well, one of my mother's favorite sayings was, I can show you better than I can tell you. <laughs> and that has stuck with me forever. And they all, my mom, my grandmother, they were very strong. And they always, my mom is very strong. Yeah. They always told me, oh, you can do whatever you want to. You got to put the work into that's it. That's right. Exactly. But you can do what you want. Yeah. And that's what I went on believing. And when I wanted to do it, I did it. Shelly, you know, when, when you were going through this process, did you have those those people that were naysayers and told you that, you know, you're crazy, you're dreaming way too big? I mean, did, did, did you have a lot of that or not really? Yeah, I did. And they were like, you will not surrender. You will not give in. You will not conform. <laughs> like, and I heard that a lot in corporate America. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. I won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, it, it was really interesting, um, you know, and the people that I had around me, I, I started to get very particular about because in the beginning, you know, I didn't have people around me that were entrepreneurs or owned companies. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, the, the first thing was I saw this. I loved clothing because I always had used clothing and I ate wait at the end of driveways for the trash bag to come to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw this clothing store. That was for rent. It wasn't a clothing store. My vision of it was a clothing store. It was a storefront in this little town. And um, I said, I want to open a clothing store. And my mom said to me, who's very supportive of me, um, but at that time, her paradigm was, well, you'd have to be there 24-7. I said, well, why can't I get people to rent it? And she said, because you can't trust anybody. Oh, wow. And so there were all these paradigms that came with it. And I said, but wait a minute, more than just movie stars and those that are wealthy own multiple businesses. Right. That's right. Like they do. And I, and I saw this when I was looking at all the different examples of things that people were doing out there. Um, and so I didn't get the clothing store, but it was probably about seven or eight years later that I opened my first company and people were, you know, sometimes it's the people closest to us. Absolutely. Sometimes well, they don't understand friends. us. Yeah. We think differently. No, well, oh, yeah. I mean, the three of us are dreamers, man. Out. I mean, that's it. Yes. I, I think that we hang out with people that um, are at our understanding a lot of times. Yes. You know, um, this is before I was playing. I want to be the least smartest person in the room. And so who do we go to advice for advice? We go to our friends. We go to our family. We go to those that we hang out with. Yep. Um, you know, and so literally, you know, I did get poo-pooing. Oh, and yeah. how can you open a second business? And how can you open a third or a fourth mm-hmm. or a fifth or a mm-hmm. sixth? Or, you know, and, and not to say that some didn't fail. Some did. Right. Yeah, it's like, what you doing some, now? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. You know? You know, so I got poo-pooed for that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, it's really particular who the heck you have around you. Yes. I only want people around me that think I'm hotter than peanut butter or popcorn. That's right, girl. People, <laughs> right? Girl, you got that right. Sister, you got right? that right. If you have those moments of doubt, I want a sister in my corner. Well, sometimes it's a guy. It's all right. Yeah, sometimes, but I want yeah. someone in my corner that goes, you can do this. When yes. my knees are shaking and I'm not sure. Girl, look, I'm sitting in the studio with one of them because, honestly, when I first got started with speaking, I was like, okay, who the heck's going to want to hear my story? And he said, no, you got a good story. Go for it. Yeah. And I, I dragged my feet for quite a while because I'm like, nobody's going to want to hear my story. I'm going to be really embarrassed and nobody's going to like it. Yeah. And the first time I spoke and, you know, people came to me and said that they they were touched by it and that, you know, they'd helped them. And I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes we see the good in somebody else mm -hmm. that they don't see in themselves. Absolutely. And and but 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 you, Sonia, put in the hard work. Yeah. And then and you know the speaking took off and yeah. then and then your book. Well, yeah. And you're like, why would I why would I write yeah. a book? I'm yeah. like, you're going to write a book, <laughs> right? And you, you told know? me you said, and if you don't do it, I'm not helping you on anything else. <laughs> It's so I did it. That's right. <laughs> you know, you know, Shelly, one thing I, I love that, that you always say is, you know, you have to have multiple streams of income, no matter what you are. Oh, yeah. And no matter what you do, you always have to, to have multiple streams of income. Sonia, That's the hustle, baby. That <laughs> Sonia is the calls hustle. it the hustle. You know, <laughs> you know, talk a little bit about that and why it's so important. Well, I think you also have to play global because different economies um, accept different things at different times. And they're in I different love spaces. that. Say that again. But I, I think it's important to go global because different economies, uh, you know, and different areas of different countries are ready at different times. Mm -hmm. So where the U.S. might be ready, it might roll into Canada, where Canada might be you know, already on the crest of whatever it is, the product or service that you're offering, uh, then it might be Malaysia or it might be somewhere else. So I think we have to play a global game. Love that. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I have to so, ask, who have been some of your mentors then that have taught you a lot of these things? Have you had a mentor? Um, I've had many great mentors. Yeah, I love that. Many great and, and I've been very blessed that way. I've also had a lot of crap happen to me. Well, but yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what I love I, about I really how real she is. And I and I told you that, Sonia. Okay. Yeah, it didn't kill you. No, that's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Some of my <laughs> some of my mentors have been Bob Proctor, Alexander Everett, Warren Buffett. I mm. mean, the, the oh. list goes on. Love me some. And Warren I believe Buffett. in having mentors in different areas. You yep. know, so many people go to a mentor and they go, oh, I'm just going to understudy this, you know, like I, I want to make money, but, you know, I'm going to understudy this person for everything. Well, they may be horrible at relationships, but they're great at money. Right. So, you know, like understudy people that have that area that you want to learn in, but don't poo poo your mentor in any other area. Right. So. Yeah. You're specifically coming for that. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. As is, is motivated and, and inspiring as you are, when you have those days that, that, that you're down or that, that life has gotten the best of you, who's that person for you that kicks you in the butt or, you know, or, or pulls you up and says, you got to keep going, girl? My daughter. Wow. That's <laughs> she awesome. is beautiful. I've seen pictures. She's My gorgeous. Daughter. 
Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, beautiful inside and out. And um, just a change advocate, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I wait to see. But that is really um, one of my people. One of my other people is Les Brown. Yep. He's one of my best friends, um, you know, and we have supported each other. and We call each other, you know, at three in the morning and pick up the phone. And you've got to have several of those people. You know, my dad used to say, if you can count the people that you can call on in one hand, like really call on. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time. That's a blessing, right? Yeah, that's I right. Mean, mm-hmm. um, yeah. You know, but I would say my daughter because um, she just knows me so well. And so, you know, she'll look at me and be like, she'll call me out. Yeah. She'll laugh about me. You know, she'll get mm-hmm. me laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, we use humor a lot. I think oh, we all take ourselves a little too seriously sometimes. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shelly, will you tell the story to, to, you know, Sonia and all the listeners about how you met Les Brown? Because it was, some people would call it an accident. But you put it out there, you put those positive <laughs> vibes out there in the universe, and it happened. Talk a little bit about well, that. It, it was actually hysterical, and I'll just be kind of vulnerable because, you know, that's what you see with me is what you get. Okay? <laughs> that's um, what I like about you. Yes. <laughs> I was literally in Los Angeles. I wasn't living there yet. I was still in Northern California, and I had gone down to visit a girlfriend, um, and I was staying at her place. Well, I had gone down there actually for something to speak um, that they had brought me in for. and But I was sitting on her floor in my ripped up jeans, drinking a shot of whiskey, and she played. <laughs> Everybody laughs because they expect me to just be a wine girl, okay? <laughs> Don't let the Goldilocks hair fool you. Okay? All right, now. <laughs> anyway. I like her already. Right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting on the floor, I'm drinking this shot of whiskey, and she put on just this motivation, whatever, in the background. And I just stopped and I froze. And I was like, whoa, who is that? I love his message. And I just got mesmerized and, and I just, I always believe we seek that which we're supposed to find. And, and so whenever I feel like I'm drawn to something, you know, um, then I gotta go after it. And I was just drawn to what he was saying and his energy and his passion and just who he was. So anyways, I was like, with my little glass, I'm going to meet him. I'm going to meet him. I got to meet him. It's going to happen. And then I let it go. About a week later, I get dressed and I go to this event. It's not a lot of people. It's maybe a thousand people in the room. And I come into the back of this conference and I just froze. And they had two people that had walked me in and I just froze. And I go, that's Les. I go, yeah. I said, no, <laughs> that's Les Brown. And they go, yeah. Yeah, it's like, we know, like, No, you don't understand. <laughs> that's Les Brown, right? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Right. So they're I just like, talked him up. <laughs> right? I know. And I had no idea, right? Um, and especially with all of my background, um, and you know, just some of the great mentors I had had, it was just interesting. Our paths had never crossed at all. And so they're micing me up and they're like, you're on next. And they get me up to the stage and I get up on the stage. And so are you saying that less warmed up for you? Oh yes. Love it. 
Not not everybody can say that. He's a hard act to follow. Right? I wouldn't want to do it. No, thank you, Sonia. Right? I know. I know. Wait till you see when you have like this lineup of you have Bob Proctor, you have Les Brown, you have something else, and then you have you. You're like, really, guys? I know. You know, and especially when you're one of the very few women on the platform. Right. Yep. Um, so, and that's another story. But anyways, I get up on the stage and he gets up. I tell the story and he had sat down just to watch me and it was really funny. Um, and then he got up on stage and he was talking about manifestation with me, mm. um, you know, to this group. And we were going back and forth. And then all I know is I walked off stage and he said, can we talk? walk with me i said absolutely all right and an incredible friendship started and you know there's people that cross your path i always believe for a reason yep. however there are certain people that i believe cross our paths at a certain time for certain reasons absolutely and um it it just kind of was one of those moments yeah and so so when you when, yeah. when you were talking about that and it's kind of funny because all three of us are probably around the same age. So they were. I'm you, not telling you. you were <laughs> <laughs> so you were probably listening to a tape back then, and and and, yeah. and the younger generation listening to us right now and watching us right now, you probably don't even know what a tape right. was. But What's you were probably listening tape? to one of Les's tapes right. that no. he had back. Well, uh, it's probably one of his old tapes, but it was on some digital. It was on some radio station. Oh, oh wow! Okay. On. Okay. Yeah, no, and because it was like Joel Olstein and and somebody else, and then yep, you know, I just I, I it was in the background. Wow. And I really wasn't paying attention, but the minute Les started speaking, I was drawn. Yeah. Absolutely, he has that effect on everybody. I mean, I told you, um, I've been around him enough that I mean, he's and he's still he does his live feeds every day and stuff like that. He's just an amazing man, Shelly. I, I love how you're how you're talking about you know some of your failures and some of the. Um, um, success that, that that you've had. What advice could you give the men and women watching you and listening to you right now that maybe you wish you would have gotten that advice at some point in your life? That it doesn't matter your education. It doesn't matter your looks. It doesn't matter if your butt's too big, your butt's too small. Uh, how much money you have, you can absolutely be an entrepreneur. You can absolutely have multiple sources of income. You can absolutely um, have a fulfilling life. Yes. See, because to me, that that's really what success is, you know, and I think really having clarity of what you want in your life. Mm -hmm. oh, I just want money or I just want whatever. I just want whatever. Well, Okay, great. That's wonderful. But that's way up here. Right. That's like that's in right. the others. Right. Okay. And so it's great to dream. But successful people understand how to take their vision and their dream and execute into a three dimensional world, which is what we live in. That's right. And that is to turn it into systems and consumable systems. Yes. Um, and it's never about sales. Right. This is about service. This Amen. is the game. The game is how do we enjoy this journey of life? And, um, you know, how do we literally serve in yeah. such a bigger way? And we limit it 
I've got to have this much money to start a business. I got to have a business plan. I, you know what? I got to say it. I really don't like business plans that much because by the time you open the door, they're useless. Oh, absolutely. That's right. They're so obsolete once they're done. Coming from a business strategist, people are like, what? You don't want to sell them a business plan? No. Mm-mm. Now, a game plan and, and a structure to follow, sure. Way better. But, you know, and so there are no limits. And look to people that have done it, you know. That's right. I mean, you know, I, I um, deal with dyslexia. So does my daughter. Mm-hmm. In school, I memorized how things went. Well, my daughter, they kept saying, well, we want to put you in special classes. Well, by ninth grade, my daughter said, I think I just want to quit school, Mom. I was like, oh. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. So I went into her teacher, who was just horrible. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I was Mm. like, no wonder you don't like this lady. I don't like this lady either, okay? Mm -hmm. She's on a power trip. You better watch them. Um. But literally, you know, she got some help. She worked with it. She did some things. But the bottom line was she ended up doing, she graduated high school a year and a half later and not a GED. So, wow. She literally, <laughs> because she didn't buy the paradigm mm-hmm. of the limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, she went into college. She did college three, four years two majors one minor wow. in three years <clears throat> that now she was working at capitol hill as one of the legal team at 22. all right now. that's amazing um, you know but it's the limiting paradigms yep. that we see you know um i i have to give up a career for a happy family mm-hmm. i can't have both mm-hmm. well why can't you that's right amen Hey, Shelly, I, right? I, I have to stop right there. Will you stay on with us? We have to go to commercial break. Will you stay on for another 25 minutes? Please. You got it. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> well, hey, everybody, we are talking with and to Shelly Hunt, as well as my co-host right here, Miss Sonia Crosby. I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. We will be back in just a couple minutes with episode two with Shelly Hunt.